and you're listening to Dream Infringement, featuring your favorite co-hosts, Jennifer, Bobby, and myself, Emily. And here at Dream Infringement, we like to tell stories and play music based on a weekly theme. That's right, Emily. And this week we have a very romantic theme. I say romantic because, well, you'll find out. Uh, On a separate note, Emily, I've been thinking of putting a personal ad in the newspaper. People still do that, right? I'm sure there are people out there that still do that. Yeah, so um, I wanted to run it by you. And you can let me know, like, if you think, if you think it, it will be successful. All right, let's hear it. Okay, here it is. Let me just let me let me get um, let me get the uh, what I typed out on my um typewriter. Here it is. Yep, I'll be uh, you know, submitting this via snail mail. You know, just like the old days. So it's gonna be a few months before anyone responds yeah it'll be a while okay here it is okay radio show hosts in search of interested audience audience must like being entertained and laughing listeners will be pleasantly surprised by the interesting subject matter discussed on the radio. If interested, please reply promptly by dialing your radio station into your radio dial. Oh, oh, I that was a typo. By tuning in to KSKQ 89.5 in Ashland and 94.1 in Medford signed lonely question mark and the title of the ad is going to be uh, looking for listeners in all the wrong places that makes sense I also love that you are going to send this in via mail to the newspaper and yet you are demanding an immediate response (laughs) i'm in i'm an impatient person i'm an impatient radio show host but i think we're gonna get uh some a lot of responses i really do and um there were a lot of words i used so i'm expecting to pay about a hundred dollars for the ad (laughs) yeah that's gonna take like a couple columns at least yeah they charge like 25 cents a word i think now right something like that that's something you're gonna have to do some research on yeah well you're all collectively paying since you all are my co-hosts on this radio show called dream infringement but did my personals ad tip you off at all listeners Ooh, it was a hint it was and that hint i left a trail of breadcrumbs in the forest leading you to a cabin and you open the door to the cabin there you see an old woman she's making a soup she her ca- house is made out of candy <laughs> it's not actually it's just wood oh she beckons you over with her bony old finger 
and asks you to look into the soup pot. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you're going to want to. There in the soup pot are is alphabet soup. All of the letters spell out something. And that something spells out... I don't remember where this was going. It spells out the theme of our radio theme, the episode for the week. I got so lost in the story and in the the woods of this story that I I lost all sense of of reality. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, let's rewind. Okay, you look into the soup, the words, it's alphabet soup. They spell out words that say... And those words say... <laughs> Why do you keep handing it to me? You. What's the theme of the episode? Oh, looking for love. That's what it says in alphabet soup letters. Looking for love. We hope that that uh, word picture that we uh, painted for you uh, just, um, you know, was satisfying and was worth it. So that's the, the the name of the theme for the week. It's looking for love. And what we're going to do is we're going to read personal ads through history, but also local personal ads found in the missed connections section of Craigslist, which Emily and Jennifer and I every now and then look at. And um, sometimes we go, ah, and sometimes we go, yikes and sometimes we laugh and so you're gonna get a little bit of a mix of all of those things those things and more we've got stories of of people that aren't just from craigslist or the newspaper yep so much more so so much more so we are going to play a song and while we play that song I just want you to sit back, relax, and just reflect on all the places that one might go to find love and just how far they'd be willing to go to find love because it's a big world out there. So here's a song. Enjoy. This is an article that caught my eye actually from last year. A 30-year-old Chinese nurse, Tian Fong Fong, posted a picture of herself on social media wearing a hazmat suit holding a sign which read, I hope the country can assign me a boyfriend when the epidemic is over, which I don't think she knew was going to take as long as it's been taking. And according to international media reports, Tien did this after being inspired by a colleague who had written on her hazmat suit that she wanted a boyfriend. According to the social media post, Tien also said that at the moment, her most important task was to treat patients infected with coronavirus. She wrote, I am indeed looking for a boyfriend, but right now my focus is to do my job well and do what a nurse should do. They also had pictures of her not wearing a hazmat suit, and she is very cute. 
I tried searching her name but was unable to find any updates on her search for love, and it made me wonder, <laughs> perhaps I should write the president and ask him to assign me a boyfriend. Somehow I don't think the president would write back. I feel like he's thinking about more important things than my love life, but I, I guess you never know unless you ask. I noticed some ads tended to have a theme. So this is from 1907 and he writes, I would like to correspond with some refined and wealthy lady. Full particulars will be given in first letter. And this one from 1917, a very neat, good-natured, refined gentleman, past middle age, would very much like to correspond and form the acquaintance of a neat, good-natured, refined, fairly good-looking, well-to-do single lady of means, object marriage, and to live happy. Answer to this advertisement will be held strictly confidential. This is a clean advertisement, not a fake one. Hence, triflers need not answer. I just think it's interesting that he's like, she must be well-to-do, single lady of means. He's like, yes, I. the objective is to live happy on your money. I think I would be happy with your money. It's very kind of blatant <laughs> what he's all about here. I guess before you had catfishing or scamming or trolling, you had trifling. And I kind of want to bring that word back. Like, are you trifling? No triflers. Do not trifle with my emotions because I personally, and I think no one really likes to be trifled with. So, I mean, he does have a point. Don't tell me that they're all the same. Hey, Emily. Do you remember a thing called Craigslist? Hmm, let me search my memory banks. Um, yes, I believe so. Wasn't that a website where you could sell an old dirty couch and also get a job as a secretary? Yes, both of those things were possible via... Craigslist. Um, and you'll be pleased to know, I think, that Craigslist is still still bumping. It's still alive and kicking? Still alive and kicking. All right. And one of our favorite pastimes is to go on to the Craigslist uh, missed connections and read about people who saw a person that they thought was interesting yes and our favorite stranger sorry yeah go ahead. and our favorite our favorite misconnection ads are the ones that paint a picture yes paint that picture so i have one right here emily would you like to hear I it i would love to hear it also if you're a person who what like was in one of these you're like oh my goodness that's me let us know yes you can contact us through facebook or instagram contact con oh boy 
it's gonna be a rough night. Contact the person first that's looking for you. Yeah, probably. Save, and, then, yeah. and then talk to us. Yeah, if you're at a payphone, save that quarter for the person that you are trying to get a hold of, trying to reconnect with. So here's one. It is entitled "Why Do You Run?" Mm. Why do you run? Question mark. I love the ones with with a title. Yeah. Because there's there's so much creativity to come, but they start it with like such a uh, you know they create mystery. There's yeah. so much to gather just from the title. So the title, "Why Do You Run?" I know why I run. May I inquire as to why you run? I've seen you around several times running in a world full of lazies, crazies, and duplicates. It's a breath of fresh air to catch a glimpse of an original. Should you find this, reach out. I am conscious. Wow, there's a lot to unpack here. It's true, there is a lot. Uh, first of all, I don't know why, but I felt the minorly offended when they started <laughs> saying there's a full of lazies, crazies, and duplicates. Yeah, that's the part that made me feel real bad about myself, too. What does it reveal about myself that I kind of had a personal cringe when they said that? Like it was targeted towards me. <laughs> Uh, which one am I? Am I the lazy, the crazy, or the duplicate? I think there's a little bit of each one of those in all of us. I guess so. My mom always told me there was only one me, though. Yeah, so did um, Grover on Sesame Street. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe that's where she got it from. But anyways, why do you run? So clearly this person, they love running. Clearly. And they value the love of running in, in other people. I mean, if you're a runner, you want to get with a runner. Yeah. Yeah, because the running lifestyle, that's like, that's not something that, you it's know. It's not for everyone. It's not for everybody. It's not for us lazy, crazy duplicates. That's <laughs> yes. for sure. And um, also, this person that, this person that they're looking for, okay, that they they saw, I uh, imagine, on a run, mm-hmm. um, they, they are not an original, or they are an original. Okay. So that means they're like not a duplicate. I guess it's playing off of that. I wonder what it is about this runner that makes them seem so original. Is it their tennis shoes? Is it their running gear? Is it a hairstyle? Maybe it was just an energy. Because they said they're conscious. At the end, that person said... Conscious about what? Though? I am conscious. Well, they can t- they can tell... They can, they're conscious of the person's energy. So maybe oh, they just felt an energy when they passed them. A spiritual consciousness. Maybe. And they know why they run. That's how they started That's it. That's true. This, this person sounds like they know themselves. I don't like that they offended a whole bunch of people in the Rogue Valley. But I do respect that they know themselves. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to respect that. And I and I love that, you know, it paints a picture about runners because they know why they run, but they want to know why the other person runs. Why is it? May I inquire as to why you run? Because not everybody runs for the same reason, you know. That's true. Yeah. Maybe they're running away from their feels. 
That's what the kids are calling feelings these yeah, days. Maybe they're running away from something. That's <laughs> Maybe it was the scary man that they encountered. <laughs> the conscious scary man. I don't know. Whatever the case is, I, I hope that this person finds someone with a similar energy, um, but not too similar because they hate duplicates. And um, and I hope that, you know, they, they, um, they find out why they're running. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, Emily, do you, do you have an ad? I do. That you would like to read? Okay. And this one, I don't know if you're, did you say where it was? Um, it, I don't, I'm not saying where it was. Cause, How come? Well, I mean, it was in, it's here in Southern Oregon. Oh, but all right. I don't I just really want these people to find each other. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Okay. But it's fine. Okay. We don't have to say where they are. I can't imagine there's a lot of runners that have like felt the energy of another runner in the entire rogue valley and then yeah it's a large okay it doesn't matter it's a lover's know. quarrel let's move on <laughs> um so this one says you walking dog i drove by okay so this title already i my, my interest has peaked you walking dog i drove by yeah that's the ad that's like the whole explanation in itself why do they need any more explanation well, they, than that? I mean, they need more. Okay. It was about 4.20 p.m. Thursday, and you were walking your dog by the school. I was heading towards town. My car is not hard to describe, dot, dot, dot. I think we made enough eye contact to say, dot, 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 maybe. So... If you can describe my car, dot, 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 send me a message and maybe could turn into possibility. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, like, possib- possibility maybes. This person's really, like, dangling the carrot, you the, know, as, feel, as they say. I feel the hesitancy, and I think it's because they're unsure of whether this eye contact they made with this person... <laughs> Walking a dog was enough to make a connection that would last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I I'm interested in knowing why their car uh, is. What did they say? It was hard. Their car is not hard to describe. Is is their car like a double decker bus? Is it is the their is car it, a DeLorean? Is it the Batmobile? So is it is it like an iconic car? It must be, although this is my worst nightmare. If someone was like, you know my car, you can describe it. You know. I would be like, it's a tannish gold yeah. sedan. That's mm-hmm. what all cars look like to me. Yeah. So so you so that so the person was walking their dog by the school. By the school. And And then this person was just driving by. They drove by. They think that they made enough (laughs) eye contact to say maybe. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I don't know what that means. If it was by a school, though, that means that they were driving 20 miles an hour. Hopefully, if they're they're a law-abiding citizen. So at 20 miles an hour, that's long enough, especially if the person was, like, walking towards you. And you ha- and and you had enough time to catch their gaze, mm-hmm. and then follow each other's eyes. I mean, you got about fifteen seconds, really. 
you know, that's enough time to say maybe. That's enough time. And I th- And that maybe could turn into a possibility. <laughs> maybe. Maybe is the key word. And maybe it is time for us to move on to the next ad, Emily. The next misconnection. I believe you are correct, sir. Okay, I got one. Are you ready? This title's gonna this title is going are you everybody, make sure you're sitting down. If you're sitting down, make sure you're standing up. Because you're gonna need uh, a little bit extra uh, stability, okay? Lean against something. Okay, are you ready for this title? Yes. It's called Water Dancer. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. You ready? I was out on the lake and saw you dancing in the water. You had music playing and the sunlight played on your red hair. You danced like a water goddess, and I was in awe. I want to know this water spirit and dance beside you. Take in your beauty. I replay that glimpse of you over and over in my head. Message me if you would like more than a distant admirer. Okay, okay. Wow. So there's qu- this is quite a picture. Okay, and I don't even think this person is that creative. I simply think all they are doing is describing what they saw. The the vision that this person beheld was cre- created enough words to paint this like beautiful picture. So here we have a a person, okay, we don't know if this was a man or a woman or whatever the case was. This person is dancing in the lake. They have maybe music playing nearby. I would imagine that this music could not be playing at in the lake or unless they sell like waterproof like I don't know. Uh like devices. I'm gonna guess there was no music. I'd like to think that there was like a like a boombox okay. propped up on a rock nearby the shore. The oh, Alex, okay. See the lake shore. I was picturing this happening deeper in the lake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing this person like waist deep okay. in the water. All okay. Right. They're waist deep in the water and they're dancing like a water goddess, of course. And um, the sunlight playing off the red hair. Now, red hair. Red hair is is uncommon. That is a, that that's true. That's a very unique uh, attribute. Yes, it is. I okay. feel that in that way they have a better chance of finding this person. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that this was uh, like a like a birder or something, like a guy with binoculars. Okay, uh-huh. and I'm picturing him like wearing like khaki a khaki shirt with lots of pockets and one of those like like beige uh sun hats and he's just like looking through his binoculars and he catch and he's like looking for a you know like a um uh special bird a a rare rare bird okay and then he and then he sees his rare bird and he's like and his his jaws dropped because here he says, um, he says that he <laughs> he saw her dancing in the water, and he was in awe. And when I think of someone being in awe, their mouth is open. Yeah, because they're saying awe. Yeah, exactly. 
So, um, I hope he finds his red hair water goddess. I hope so, too. I hope we all do. All right. So, with that said, we would like to introduce another song about putting in the work to find love. Imagine that you walk into a crowded room and you start to greet people. Hi, hello, hey, but something feels off. Hi, hi, can, can you hear me? Hello, hi. It's not that people are being unfriendly or rude. I see you. <laughs> can you see me? Wait, can, can you see me? Hello? Someone. Hello? Anyone? It's like you're invisible. Hello? Hey. Hey, hello. Anyone? Uh, can anyone hear me? But still you, you try and you try. You don't know what else to do. And then 30 years goes by and no one ever responds, ever. We've heard the saying that there's plenty of fish in the sea, there's a lid for every pot, a yin for every yang, but what if there isn't? This is the case for the 52 Hertz whale. He lives in the North Pacific. Scientists have been tracking him, for it's believed it's a him, as that's the gender that sings, for more than 30 years listening to his song, calling out. He migrates his patch of ocean, waiting for a reply. That never comes, and will never come. They think maybe he's a blue whale, but they don't really know. He's the only one broadcasting at his frequency, and it's much higher in frequency, shorter in length, and more frequent. But it makes more sense if you hear it. So this is his song. And this is a blue whale song. So again, this is whale 52. This is a blue whale. The calls have deepened slightly to around 50 hertz since 1992, suggesting that he's grown up or matured. His voice deepened. Not only that, his migration patterns are out of sync with other known whales. His migration track is unrelated to the presence of movement of other whale species. Its movements have been somewhat similar to that of blue whales, but its timing has been more like that of fin whales. Scientists at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution speculate that it could be malformed or a blue whale hybrid. The research team is often contacted by deaf people who wonder whether the whale may also be deaf. To me, this explanation feels like it fits the best I just feel like the people that are contacting them have some insight. They know what they're talking about. Whales use sounds to communicate 
to swim with others, to find a mate, and it's thought the other whales can't hear him, and potentially he can't hear them. The ocean is vast, he's swimming in different pathways, and despite humans' best efforts, no one has been able to spot him either. The only proof he exists is the sound of his unusual song. And that makes us wonder, how much does he know? How much does he feel? Does he realize how much time has passed? Does he feel loneliness and that's why he calls out? Or is it simply instinct? And he has often become a symbol for how it feels when you can't find a person that hears you on your frequency. The song I'm playing is by BTS, and it's written specifically about this whale. The song is called Whalian 52. They use it as a metaphor for the alienation that you can often feel when you're growing up through your teenage years. So this goes out to the whale that's been called the loneliest whale in the world. And even though he may feel that he is unseen and unsung, that's not the case. Movies have been made about him, documentaries have been made about him, songs have been sung, many articles have been written, much research has been done, people have tried to find him for many years, and he's not aware of, of any of this, that so many people you know, feel for him and sympathize with him. And so, if you are feeling like the loneliest whale, you may have a huge support group that you're not even aware of, watching in the sidelines, trying to find you, that would want to tell you that you have their support, that uh, they, they feel for you and love you. Just keep that in mind. All right, have you ever wondered, Emily, what it was like finding love in the old days? Have I? <laughs> I'm talking about the old, old days, like when men waxed their mustaches and women dare not show their ankle because that would be perverted. We've come a long way. Yeah, there's a lot of ankles now and a lot of unwaxed mustaches. Yeah, things have changed. Things have changed. So... Ever wonder what an ad might sound like from 1898? Uh, do tell. Okay, so here's one that I found on the internet. Am 30, wealthy, lost mother for whom I sacrificed youth, dread a lonely future, seek husband and true companion, orphan. So... Uh, desperate. Bitter. <laughs> Those were two words that come to mind after reading it. Yeah. You would Sounds say like bitter? A fun time. Oh, bitter toward, embittered towards her mother. Yeah. Who Sounds she like sac sacrificed her youth. For. Right. She sounds spunky. She I'd be does. friends with this woman. Yeah, she's 30, so she's still like, you know. She's still got it. She's still got a lot of bite left, I guess. She's got a lot of money, too. Yes. And she, an orphan. And she, yeah. That's kind of the ideal person that you want in a partner i guess it's like no in-laws lots of spunk <laughs> lots of money um it's perfect yeah but she sacrificed her youth so to her by 30 i guess like in oh, the, back then in the yeah. late 1800s like if you know 
at the times where you would be kind of coming out into the you know society mm-hmm. as a young single you know yeah lady yeah by 30 back then your life was over that's it so you just wash your hands of it of your life <laughs> yeah that's sad yeah i hope she found what she was looking for i hope so too i'd yeah. like to think she did <laughs> yeah okay well uh check check out this piece of work okay uh, this is uh, from the Pittsburgh Press in 1921. Okay? Okay. I am 27, employed by the government, have small but reasonable salary, will make some poor working girl from 18 to 25 a good husband and a happy home. Must be Protestant. No dancers, flirts, or streetwalkers need answer. Object? matrimony no 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 he sounds great he he knows what he wants no what he doesn't want it sounds like he is not a fun person at all yeah he sounds like someone i would not be friends with (laughs) yeah he um why would those things come to his mind it's true. It, he's. I mean, some may argue he's being transparent, which is what you want in an ad. He's like laying it all out. Some may say he's being needlessly judgy. That's true. He's judging all all possible viewers of this ad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he would make a poor. He's so he's like targeting poor working girls. Mm, that's a red flag. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah, also, and, those other ladies are probably making way more money than he ever will see. Yeah. Yeah, and his um, his government job, maybe back then, probably it probably, you know, really had the strong scent of, like, um, security. But yeah. it's interesting how, you know, a government job now might be a little bit. You know, it's not exactly like a turn on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think there is still like a a sense of um, stability when someone says they have a government job. Yeah. Although. <laughs> yeah, I won't. It's fine. Never okay. mind. We don't need to get into politics. <laughs> okay. So I have another one, Emily. Yes, let's hear it. This one is rather long. Which tells you that they have plenty of money, this person. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. It's entitled Matrimonial. Ooh, we're starting off with a long word. I love it. Okay, here we go. A business gentleman, true American, industrious, and of ambition. Age 47, height 5'9 Weight, 150 pounds. (laughs) Christian, believes in God, Hmm. of good health. And clean habits, lover of home, good character, business and college education, of some means, and regiment desires to meet a single or widow lady of some means and of refinement, and Christian, age 33 to 43, weight 125 okay. to 145 pounds, height 5'4", 257, <laughs> stylish, and of neat appearance. But plain, loves music and can play a little of homemaking enough, 
oh sorry, a little, who knows something about the essentials of homemaking, enough for two, to whom to whom has had experience in business routine, stenographer, and typist, and bookkeeper, good penman in general, insurance and book and brokerage business preferred (laughs) to form a home in near future where happiness and love is bound to reign object matrimony uh triflers ignored so (laughs) there's a lot wow he's like i don't need much only this very long specific list yes it sounds like he's wanting to start like a family business and he's hiring like (laughs) yeah his business partner so well yeah kind of except he doesn't sound like he wants kids he's like we only need enough homemaking for two (laughs) yeah that's true no more also i love that he he needed to make sure that after saying he's christian he had to establish that he believes in god he's not one of those christians that don't believe in god but when he talked about the kind of woman he wanted yes it just said she's a Christian. So I'm guessing that she could be a Christian that doesn't believe in God. He doesn't care as long as she is between the height <laughs> of 5'4 um, and 5'7 and is stylish. But plain. <laughs> yes. So that's a that's a tough find. But I bet you there's a woman who's like, check, 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 and check. That's me. That's me. He's looking for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they say that a lot of men nowadays... Uh, when they apply for jobs, they don't meet all of the um, like prerequisites for the job. And they said that a lot of women will not apply for jobs that they don't meet all the prerequisites for. So men are getting hired for jobs that, that they not. are not necessarily good at, while women are like, oh, no, I couldn't do that. I don't remember why I brought this up. Yeah, it's okay. It's applicable. Um, there are listeners oh, out there that catch your drift. Because maybe a woman would read this and say, uh, I don't meet all of the that criteria, but most of it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. There was a point in there somewhere. It's okay. I, I, um, I believe that you believe there was a point. I do. With my <laughs> whole heart. So. Well, Bobby. Yeah. Go ahead, Emily. Yeah. Yeah. Should we um should we play a little song? Let's do it. Okay. Okay. The second hand unwind is your This comes from a young man back in 1865. It says, I am 18 years old, have a good set of teeth, and believe in the Star-Spangled Banner and the 4th of July. I have taken up a state lot, cleared up 18 acres last year, and seeded 10 of it down. My buckwheat looks first-rate and the oats and potatoes are bully. I have got nine sheep, a two-year-old bull, and two heifers, besides a house and barn. I want to get married. I want to buy bread and butter, hoop skirts, and waterfalls for some person of the female persuasion during life. That's what's the matter with me. 
but I don't know how to do it. I know life expectancies were shorter back during that time, but how old did you have to be to be considered a spinster? Because he's 18. So is he looking for like 17 year old spinster? And it seems also for someone who has a lot to offer, like he has property and livestock and he's a hard worker, he wants to spoil someone, he has those great teeth, like he's setting the bar a little bit low, like just just start off with the spinster. I'm like, you don't need to to label things like that. Just just say you're looking for a, a nice lady. And I mean, maybe he didn't have other stuff going for him. I mean, maybe he looked like he had just walked out of an encounter with the active beehive. And like the teeth were really, were really it. I don't know. I wish that they had a follow-up. Uh, but I feel like a like-minded lady with a a penchant for buckwheat would be very interested in this kind of offer. I mean, I don't think all young men had it as much together as this guy did, so I guess you'll just have to imagine the scenario of how it turned out. I think we learn here is when in doubt, always be honest, true to yourself, and you know, direct in what you're looking for. I mean, I might have thought I was weird and quirky, but I feel like very out of my depth here. They they have far surpassed me. I relinquish my crown. So this is an ad from 1928 from a pair of sisters, honest sisters, <laughs> very honest sisters, lonely hearts, two sisters, Swedish, olive eyes, double chins, nice dispositions, would like to make acquaintance of a young society man who can make shadows, do card tricks, operate magic lantern, and read aloud from Police Gazette and Iron Age, must look neat in straw hats, and live in America. Daisy and Mall. Okay. <laughs> so they, they want dinner and a show apparently and then he also can read the police gazette <laughs> for a little nighttime entertainment i mean so many people watch you know crime dramas before they go to bed why this is just the equivalent of that also kind of weird that they're like we would like to meet a society man not society men like they're only asking for one gentleman so maybe it's not for a view to matrimony. They're just like, we just need him to do some card tricks and read a little bit, then he can go home. We feel like we can share him in this capacity. I, I'm not sure what the end game was here. And then another, <laughs> also from 1928, Lonely Hearts, a rollicking outdoor girl with red hair and one gold tooth craves companionship of a tall man with a good tan who understands taxidermy, stamp collecting, and other good clean fun. Am 38 years old and can recite Gunga Din, Wire or Write, Cynthia. 
So, I mean, she is putting it out there. She's like, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I consider good, clean fun, which involves dead animals. So, yeah, she's a rollicking outdoor girl, everybody. Goodness. I mean, but you really get a sense of, of their their characters, what they're looking for. I don't know if modern day profiles are that honest. These are definitely very honest. And, you know, I wish I knew how they turned out. Well, the time has come to say goodbye. We hope that you had fun tonight. And we hope that if you were looking for love, you found it right here on a little show called Dream Infringement. So stick around for more KSKQ goodness coming up next. And don't forget, we have our annual, semi-annual, I don't know which word indicates that it happens twice a year, pledge drive. Biannual? That's the word. So be ready. Get your fingers ready for dialing and typing and all of that stuff. Start practicing getting your wallet out of your back pocket. (laughs) That too. All right. We will see you next week. Catch you on the flippity flop. Bye.